1: Recorded live.
0: Hello, this is Craig. Karen's here. Hey, Karen. Eric's here. A
1: mission carrier with me, so we can go ahead and get started. Um, Just give you a quick FYI if we get someone crashing this, because remember, I I don't know if you remember, we were talking about this in the past. I'll just hang up on you guys and We'll, I'll call you on my cell phone.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yep. All right.
1: So thanks for getting together. I, I want to follow up and give you some, guys some time to think about how we approach these interviews um, moving forward. Again, as I mentioned to everybody in the room, I want to have um, – moving forward I wanna have more of these positions made available when and, and I, I haven't really thought about how to do it in the sense of how we move forward on the regional. I almost think at some point it would be great to have two representing each region. Um and, and maybe moving forward that's how I want to discuss that with everybody as we start to meet about this and start to start to grow it finally, you know, and, and we're gonna start meeting On Mondays, we can use this meet me line, though we don't need to. We can set times as we need to and and do that. But as we start to divide things up and get meetings together um, and things like that, you know, with agendas, et cetera, that's Mm -hmm. how I want to move forward. And we need to find out what the best way is to service everybody involved. You know, obviously, I want everybody's input from that. Um, But moving back to the interview specifically, so let's specifically go. We're going to go in order very quickly. Um, and I, I want to approach this from a standpoint of this job specifically and moving forward. So, Matt Dady, does anyone in the room want to put any input on this?
3: I think he was kind of negative throughout his whole interview.
1: I agree. Um, one of the things that was very concerning to me is that he wanted to get everybody together and have a bitch session. Um, when we have meetings, in my opinion, they need to be as positive as possible. It shouldn't be evolved or revolved around the bitch session at the end. Um, I think that would stir up more problems than not. Um, you know, that's where they're more than welcome to go out in the parking lot and, and stir their little meeting together as they want to. But um, that was the one thing that was very concerning from my standpoint. Um, the other thing I got from Matt, and this was a little disappointing because I'm going to be honest with you coming into this, I thought that he was a good candidate. Um, but the one thing that I got from him too that, was a little concerning as I thought there was an entitlement there just because of the years of experience. And that wasn't something that I expected.
2: So, Anybody else on that? Um, Lisa. I
1: kind of got the exact same feeling. It was almost like those two had met prior to this and went into the same piece of this. Um, any other, any additional input on Lisa? Okay.
3: I think she her, showed her true colors of just not being an over-motivated individual, which I don't know that necessarily is the kind of person that we're looking for.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was interesting. She went straight to my office and put that card in to thank us. Um, it's almost like she knows the appropriate steps, but she can't fulfill the appropriate hmm. steps. That At
3: the sense. same time, though, like, I was kind of surprised that she, she even interviewed. Because with the fact that this role is going to obviously bring on more work for someone, I'm surprised that she even she did it.
2: Well,
1: um, honestly, if she applied for secretary position, Mm-hmm. I think she, that would make her happy. I think she would enjoy going in and dealing with that side of it, and that's the way she really looks at this job is more mm-hmm. administrative work.
3: True.
1: I mean, you, you heard Tracy. She goes in and she runs, she she's a secretary when secretaries <laughs> aren't there, and that's what she seems to enjoy doing. So,
3: yeah, she is good in that sense. but.
1: And you said it yourself. You never worry about her running a physical. mm Okay. So,
3: you know, there are certain things that I feel I could count on her for, so...
2: Yeah. Um, Lauren, um,
1: just, you know, again, I got the same impression from her. It was a... You know, I guess my biggest concern from those three coming into this is they looked at this as an internal interview instead of interviewing for a job and going and marketing themselves, um, no matter what. I mean... You know, from that standpoint, if that that's my biggest concern, I guess. It was too comfortable for them to come in and just complain mm-hmm. instead of interviewing and, and showing why they're qualified for everything. Um, you know, she did a very good job of pointing out all of the mistakes that, that we make as a group, um, but you know, didn't offer a whole lot to remedy them. In a sense, because you know, in some ways, she went really right at that gold standard SOP, which she was on a committee, and you, you said it yourself, Karen. She didn't follow through with what she needed to do on it, correct? Correct. So, um, and I know Missy's had scenarios too where she's complained about doing the extra work, and I don't, I don't know how to approach that with her. I don't, I have to even think about that even on her review, quite frankly that's tough because I'm starting to do reviews on everybody. Um, But, you know, some things are starting to add up from that standpoint. And and, and don't get me wrong, I think she does a nice job at school. Zach really likes her. But, um, you know, I have to really be careful as I approach this with her and Suzanne. Um, I'm going to be meeting with them at the end of the week about the complaints that are going on in the clinic too. Um, So, you know, a lot of things are just kind of bundled together. But moving back to the interview itself, in it, my opinion, she didn't like an interview. She trained it like a complaint session, and that's what made it so negative on this. Um, Suzanne, are we all in the same boat with Suzanne? Did anybody find anything positive about Suzanne's interview?
3: Not that I remember. <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, that's really disappointing. And
4: I, I realize I
1: have everybody's notes, um, so I know you can't look back at them. Um, I think we all need to realize we need to figure out how to fix out East, or that could be something that could take over our entire program if, if we don't take care of this, though. So I think that's, that's the biggest thing I wanted to come from this interview, though. More than anything is we need to figure out a way to not let that negative attitude overcome the majority of, of, of the program itself. So and I want you to think about that as we move forward. Um, obviously, we, we all like Nakia. Um, I tried to sit and think about some of the things I liked about Nakia. One, he's got not just 16 years of experience, but it's from another program. So he brings a little bit of a, a light to us from outside of HN, um, which I think is a bonus. Um, additionally, something that, that strikes me as a positive is he's now the West Washington County rep, Washington green County rep for Pats. I think that's something that we're lacking from our standpoint. Um, I've actually discussed that with a few people and, and, in a sense of being involved more with paths and things like that, they weren't people, quite frankly, that actually applied for the position. So it's not really worth talking about. But I think that makes him um, one of the lead candidates. At least does anybody else have any other input about Nakia?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, one of the things that really impresses me um, on on different different things he's done is. Kind of what he's talked about, where he he's mentored the all the other athletic trainers that's been with at Peters, and if you think about it, I mean he came in, I think that was his first year. He rolled in and he was new, and you know new himself. Yet he was doing a great job with the other two there. They did a great job, but you know I think that 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 speaks volumes to, um, you know what he represents and what. You know, he brought to that interview.
1: I agree with you. Um, I mean, I meant it when I said I hired him for a reason. We were bringing on a couple schools at that point, and I thought he was a, a, a very good candidate to move forward with because of all of that reason. Um, but you know, from that standpoint, when you get two minutes, when you're done with your meeting, um, let me let me move out because this, I just started a conference call, so. Can you guys
5: go ahead and take notes on Nikia? Sure. Right, Carrie's in charge now. What, <laughs>
3: what happened? <laughs> I had to
5: step out to talk to somebody. I said Carrie's in charge
4: now.
3: <laughs> okay. Um. Anyone else have anything on Nikia? I need my notes, truthfully. I can't. Oh. I don't
4: know where they
3: are. They are. I mean, did he leave them in there? I stuck them. Everybody's stapled.
4: I
5: mean, I agree. He did a really good job coming in and mentoring people when he was just learning the system himself,
3: mm-hmm.
5: which is not an easy
2: thing.
3: The only thing that I would say in not even a negative way is just his newness. I mean, like, yeah, he he's learning a lot in the past two years, but he's still learning from us. And, I mean, I, I thought he was a great interview and I thought he did a, you know, a great job of representing himself. And even the fact that he interviewed, I think that really showed something about himself, that he felt that he could do it. No, I agree. So, I mean, I did, I, I really did like him. I mean, if it had just been based off of day one, obviously, yeah, he he was our man. Yeah, day yes, two, absolutely. <clears throat> So did you guys find your notes?
4: Yeah, yeah. Did
3: you want to? No. I shouldn't
4: have grabbed my anything about it. I think, too, that he's a preceptor for Cal. So he has yeah. students along with the other athletic trainers. Our athletic trainer, yeah. he's mentoring. Um yeah.
3: I don't know, um, I don't know that I want to move on without Craig to the next day. No. So. I think one of the things, too, with him is, I mean, as you guys have all seen, you know, as being a senior, you do get a lot of questions from the other staff. And I don't know that he would have all the answers yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know, <clears throat> obviously, whatever his role would be as a senior, you know, he that would become his, like, specialty. Because, like, if there's a monthly report question, I always refer to you, Eric. If there's a concussion question, I send it to Missy. But, like, in general, you know, I know I personally get a ton of questions.
4: <laughs> I don't get many questions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad thing,
0: man. <laughs> you need me <laughs> <of> that one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to I had to step away from my phone for a second. But um I the last thing I heard is I think Carrie said that she has to get any questions I don't get any other I don't get any questions other than about the reporting stuff, so
3: mm-hmm.
0: it might be you and Craig, Karen.
3: <laughs> all right, it's me. I get all the questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a Lucy um little cardboard box that says, you know, senior question, five cents.
3: Oh, man, that would be a a second business. It's like an income. Sure, no problem. Hi,
1: guys. Sorry about that. All right. That's okay. Back to um, Nakia. What else did you guys talk about from this standpoint?
5: The only thing we said, he still he's still learning the system. He, you know, Karen gets tons of questions as, you know, or Eric has questions about certain things that he's been in the system for a while. It's a little bit easier to answer and negotiate where that was the only kind of like weaker point is he's still learning our system and some
1: of that stuff that just on. I agree. Um I think in some ways again that's a benefit though too. You know, I don't know. Um I mean I think you know, let's get back to Nakia, Let's put some Let's put some more. We
4: did say
5: at the
1: end of that day, if we didn't interview anybody else, he was the guy. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know. That's a tough statement because he was running. You know, you had a Ferrari running against a bunch of fours.
3: It's
1: not a Ferrari. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, so let's get back to Nikki. obviously. I, I want to talk about him more. Um, but I want to go through these others first and, and kind of look out more of the positives. So I have positive side. He mentors. He's got 16 years of experience outside. He's the Pats rep. Um, Negative, possibly still learning the system. Any other comments about Makia at this point?
4: I think the one that we did mention that a couple of us had on our uh, where he would like to see AHN sports medicine in five years that he wanted to see us grow but grow um, in a competitive way and not just a couple of bunch of schools, which I think that that kind of echoes what Craig.
1: Yeah, I think point. that's a very good comment.
4: That he, even though he is new, if you look at his sponsor reports and everything from last year, to this second year, or three, second year, that he's already getting uh, the parents to trust him and the coaches to trust him, and that he's already.
0: Eric, can you confirm that? Uh yes I can. I think everything those referrals are really stepped up and it was almost like it was almost like he hit well, not just him. The other one the other folks there as well, they hit the ground running and everything just transitioned over really well. Um if you if you look at if, and I don't have it in front of me, I can pull it out if we need to. But if you were to look at what what they got done there in their second year, we have schools that are, you know, more than five years in and i'll i'll specifically use baldwin as an example yeah. that that they're still they're still not doing anything there. they're they're not making any inroads we don't we don't see an increase in them we may we may actually see a regression in their numbers mm-hmm. um and and i i know that the, i know geography and and the the physician participation at the schools makes a big difference but the athletic trainers getting out with the parents, getting out with the coaches and getting them to believe in our system and believe in our docs, they're doing an outstanding job there. You know, I agree. I mean, I think that is something that's,
1: inter- that's very notable for what they've done out there to take three new hires and then one year turn a lot of it around. And obviously they have Kelsey that's even changed out still. And I know Kelsey even – and this was under guidance of Nakia. I mean, he, she's done a nice job of getting people in, um, and I relied on him to really train her also. Um, you know, he doesn't have clinical hours because the way it was set up with three, I, I kept him out of it, and I wanted him to show up early every day at the school and, and take a lot of that grunt under um, his wing and, and training these guys and setting schedules up for them. And, and so he does the majority of it. Something that's interesting he he actually I can tell you too, he works the majority of the Saturdays um because he knows they're in the clinic, so he tries to work a lot more of the, or more of the Saturdays than they do and he he takes that ownership too, and I think from that standpoint he does get it um, you know also so
3: <clears throat> he understands the business of what we do. Whereas I think some of the other people tend to forget the reason why we're at our schools. They tend to think too much for, about themselves as opposed to why we're there. So like she understands that it's all about, you know, it's about the referrals and getting your face out there. And, you know, some people tend to forget that.
2: Sure.
1: Okay. Well, that's good um, feedback from Lakia. Um, so moving on to NISA, let's talk about NISA for a few minutes. Um, my general opinion of her is I think she did fine in the interview and I think she, she, in time, honestly, she could be someone who who possibly could be a senior athletic trainer. Um, you know, one of the things she is lacking, I think, is a little bit of the experience and communication skills that, that some of the other people presented within the interview process and in general also.
0: So um, any other input um, with working with her every day? I, I can definitely say that she has improved since she started um, her line of communication with the athletic directors and um, our coaches have gotten way better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I see a lot of positives with her. I think that, like you said, Craig, in a couple of years, she may be in line for that senior role. Maybe not right now. Um, but, and that's something that I think that if she's, if she's not the one, she needs to know, you know, she needs to know that in some way to not get disturbed, discouraged. I think
2: she gets really discouraged very easily with things. And, um, you know, it's just, I just don't
0: think she sees the bigger picture in the Things aren't going to change by jumps and bounds with the hospital, and especially with us. So it's a very slow process, but she sure. needs to understand that if she's doing a great job, she's going to get rewarded in the end down the line. Sure.
1: I agree. Um, I, you know, I want, in, I want to hear input from Karen, but especially Missy, because you've covered for her
0: more, right?
5: Karen probably, did. I mean, I do some of it. Karen did that whole stint while she was on. Her. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, what what are your thoughts from the input you get from the coaches and things?
3: Um, I think some of it was not even just communication-wise, but, like, social-wise. I know I did get some comments from uh, the baseball coaches stating that, you know, Wow, like I feel like I've talked to you more in six weeks than i talked to her in two years, you know, like just yeah her, kind of more the personality wise like she kind of comes off kind of harsh sometimes, sure. and um, you know, I had heard from another coach that just happened to me and my neighbor like on the outside too, like getting getting her to to go above me on for the junior high sports was sometimes kind of an issue, and I understand that sometimes you know it's a time thing or just a you know number of things going on. But yeah, you know, just that that personality, you know, like yeah, I'll get there when I get there, kind of thing. You mean you still have to remember, you know, these kids are they do get your attention too. So I mean, other than that, I I, I don't know. I mean, a couple of the kids kind of. I, I don't want to say like me more, but, like, they told me they felt more comfortable with certain things. So, But I really I, – I just think that's her approachability, how yeah. she comes off at times.
1: Okay. Does she have
3: any
5: input on that? I mean, I think it would be hard for me to say because I was there for such a long period of time, so I did have a different relationship with those coaches up to that point. I think she – I cater to junior high, so I think that's where we come in very differently. I really did cater to the junior high kids. So, I don't know. I mean, I think that maybe she's suffering because of some of that, because I really did cater to the junior high kids because they were afraid of Eric. (laughs) So, honestly, maybe she's suffering because maybe I was, like, way too nice to them.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, that being said, I don't – you're just doing your job, and I don't – I don't know, I, and I think it is a good comparison because she's now been there a handful of years and you were there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, yeah. Carrie did make the input, too. She she did come off a bit negative in this.
3: Yeah, um, I, the one thing that sticks out in my mind was what her said was when she accused us of favoritism. Like, I just for whatever reason, that kind of bothered me.
2: Oh, I can not
1: remember who that was. I wanted to say that was Suzanne.
3: No, that was me. You guys agree?
1: in this room, can they even ask or can they even give input as to what she means by that?
3: I don't know. I mean, I know you had mentioned, you know, that maybe she feels with certain people not having clinic time. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm not really sure where she was going with that, but just the fact that she brought that up.
1: Yeah, you're Yeah.
5: I think some people don't understand why some trainers like the Catholic school were, you know, Catholic school people were, were in concussion clinic for a year like they didn't understand why they didn't have concussion clinic or, you know, they didn't have clinic hours. They were. And the same thing, Chelsea gets transitioned over there, so I don't know if some of that came into play. It was just a convenience
0: thing for that one. It was a
1: convenience thing. Well, and then she went over and did a very nice job. And she
5: has a wonderful job, so I would like to keep her.
1: <laughs> I think this is a conversation in itself for another day on ideas to make this more fair. Obviously, we've been looking at this for years, and, and what UTMC doesn't do, what does do, is not appropriate. Um, but getting back to Nitsa, I think that's good input from that standpoint. Um, she is going to be someone that um. I doubt right. I'm sorry, we're going to have to keep a good communication with her in the sense that I could really see her saying you guys suck, I'm leaving right now. That being said, she's not the person for this job, if that's the case. So um. Moving on to Chris, um, I think Chris said all the right things. He was positive. He he expanded upon his experience within the network. Um, I've asked him to do more things within the year. Um, one being the hour sheets. Um,
5: I think Chris has been that person that stepped into a lot of roles. In- <laughs> Clean stuff up or help, you know, like went out to He got that sort of straighten out. He went to the River House. He had the opportunity. Know, he did a lot of things. He's had a lot of different hats that he's worn while he's been here. And then I know that the Cardones are hard to work for, and he's done a pretty good job out there with Mr. Cardone. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um,
1: the one thing, and correct me if I'm wrong with this, the one thing that um he lacks maybe, for for lack of a better term, is – and I don't know. It's more of maybe just the opportunity is mentoring. I mean, you know, that being said, I'm going to contradict myself right off the bat because I think he's helped mentor um, the Riverhound's position a good bit mm-hmm. when it needed it. So – I'm just trying, and now I'm kind of, and I shouldn't be doing this yet, but looking at him in the key, I'm trying to compare the two. Um, but that's just something to think about as we move on in this
2: um, conversation. Does anybody else have any more input? No, I agree with what everyone's saying.
3: I think, I mean, obviously he has some loyalty to us, you know, with being with us for so long. Um, I believe a good vision, I can't remember if it was him, but like with the growth, but staying small, keeping that, keeping yeah. that like smaller feel I think was that him that said that I don't remember yeah. did I wrote it down he nope. did they they both did him and
1: the kid did actually, tell me if Bobby had just off the top of his head, if
3: that was what his I know Bob was talking about like primary cares and stuff, and but but anyway, um, first, yeah, his experiences he has had a lot of different. Type experiences with us. I
2: like how Chris said, you know, it is a
5: privilege to be one of our schools. We don't just, you know, we expect we have high expectations of our schools, and we have high expectations of our athletic
3: training. I think the fact that he been willing to change so much. I mean, gosh, he's like Admiral Monitor, Riverhounds Wild Things, like shows that he's not someone that just gets comfortable and wants to stay where he's at. You know, he's willing to make that change to to keep himself fresh, I guess, or, you know, something like that. Sure. I agree. I
2: agree.
1: He's always approached me about it for the most part. Um the pro teams I
2: approached him about with like the high schools and things he wanted to make the changes. So, okay. All right. Bobby. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Hold on. Sorry. I had to just unmute my phone right when the bell
0: went off. Um, I think I think Bobby does a good job out there as well. And I don't, without my notes in front of me, but I I think he had a decent interview and said some good things. Um, my opinion on that is though, is if we're gonna put if we're gonna put Chris and Nikia on a hot, you know, on 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 a higher step, I think Bob's that next step down, kind of higher than Nita, um, higher than Nita, but below those two in terms of of that senior role. Um, I, I know that sometimes Craig, you've talked about, he's got some complaints that he comes to you with and I don't, you know, I don't fully remember all of them, but for, for my, for my responsibilities and what I observe, I mean, everything is, is always pretty decent. Um, I think we talked about that transition after Tessa left, We did a nice transition and kind of took the reins and, and maybe grew up a little bit professionally there. And, um, And I think we all know if
2: anybody who can live with McTainey on a daily basis is, uh, you know, is doing a decent job there. Any any, other
1: points
2: to that? Definitely.
4: I agree.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I look at both. Honestly, I look back through the careers at Chris and Bobby, and Bobby's not as quiet as Chris tends to be. Um, and I want to address that a little bit, but they both, um, early on, I'm going to be honest with you, they both had their struggles. Um, Chris, I had a lot of struggles with Chris at Avonworth and, and at the Riverhounds more than I have really opened up to. Just and a lot of it had to do with his personality. It had nothing to do with his work ethic. It was always personality and, and people really having to get used to him. And then once people got used to him, they appreciated him and they respected him. Um, and, and Bobby, I think Bobby had to work in, in a different route. Bobby had to realize what his job role was there or at Bethel, or how he, what he needed to do to progress. Um, you know, he has come to me at different times. Perfect example is he came to me to go to Peter's because, and it wasn't the right reason. It was more because he wanted to get away from and not because he wanted to help grow it there. Um, and, and I personally thought that if I would approach the district about him, and it, it would have really stopped his growth at HN because I think people would have looked at him to going to such a close school with similar um, characteristics in many ways that, that it would have really hurt him professionally and I didn't want to do that. Um, Bobby's Bobby's positives in a sense then in other words that I look at that he brings a different aspect to this is I think he does a nice job with rehab and functional training. Um, and it 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 gives him, you know, the, the people they work with a different opinion of him at times. That being said, Matheny used to bitch up Storm about it because he felt like he didn't focus enough on probably his football team on anything. Um, you know, not that I take everything that says is gospel. So I agree with I agree with your comment. If we put Chris and Nikia on a one A route, Bobby's on a one B route. You know, I think he's there though. I think he's prime for a promotion in the near future. I don't think this is his time, though.
3: I think he's grown a lot in the past year and a half with having Kelly out there and now Kelly and um, Jackie in the sense that I think he's starting to change the way he thinks. I don't know that he necessarily always got the game plan, even just in the sense of, like, hours and such and, you know, kind of how the way things with them, alternating days and, you know, that's not how you're going to get the business. But I think he understands it more now, you know, now that he's really taken charge of the schedule out there. And, I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I said it before, you know, Bob and I talk at least once a week for at least an hour. You know, he'll he'll call and, you know, he he wants to make sure he's understanding everything, which I think is like a good change. You know, he wants to make sure that he, he's doing things right now.
1: I think it is good a good change, too. I mean, Bob, early on, when he was in that more of a leadership type of role there, their numbers were way down. Um, and he just, it was easy for him to blame the other ATs that were there more than to figure out ways to fix it. Um, yeah. and, and that's a tough statement for me to say because he wasn't a quote-unquote It wasn't that he, it was his duty to, Um, but professionally to step up, I think it it was his duty to. So, but he does over the years, he has gotten much better with that. And I truly think he is someone down the road that will be doing more for us. So, all right, so I think we're we need to focus on Chris and Ikea and figure this out. We started with Nakia first last time. Let's go back to Chris. Um, You know, we're looking at um, total vision as being a positive, experience being a positive, um, multiple levels of experience on different, working in different scenarios of different pro teams and colleges, et cetera, or not colleges, but different pro teams. You know, Definitely, his vision. Does anyone
2: else have any input
3: with Chris? I think he has seen, like, he's been through all the changes with this company. You know, he's been around long enough that he's seen, you know, what it used to be like. You know, even even now, the simple things as far as like working in the clinic. You know, he he worked under Rachel, and you know, he's worked under all these people, so he's kind of seen you how things have changed, so I think that kind of goes along with his experience, but I think that also is a positive thing.
1: Yeah. Chris, in my opinion, is a lead by example type of employee.
3: Yeah, He's quiet. I mean, I, I would yeah. say maybe that's his only downfall.
4: Where I'm
1: going with this, where now us moving to more of a regional um scenarios here, is he going to be able to communicate what he needs to to a group of employees?
3: I think he is based on how he did in his interview. I was concerned of how he was going to come into his interview. Mm -hmm. I was I guess pleasantly surprised that he was able to present himself so well. That's my opinion.
0: Any other input on Chris right now? Uh, it was good. I, I agree with Karen. I think that his level of communication and and compared to how he, you know, how he is—I don't want to say shy, but just not as outspoken, maybe, as some other folks. Um, I think it was good. But I wonder if outside of that room, where he's very comfortable with all of us who are sitting there, we've known him for years, and is that going to carry over with the other, the other, um, you know, the other people of the staff, other than the five of us?
1: Yeah, I agree. I think a big concern is when when we're all happy, and obviously he's comfortable with all of us. But when we're all happy, things are great. But when you know, there's some a little bit of stir in the room, how's he going to react? Um, and it's just a question. I don't. I'm not downplaying his how well he
2: did on his interview. Um, back to Nakia I think that's where Nakia will
1: excel is he will go to those new employees right off the bat get them to where they need to be um, but again we go back to not doing the programming as well Can that, and, and this is a tough question because in my opinion I don't know if that's enough on the negative side because that's something that he can learn in time. And Chris has had 16 years to learn in some ways
2: here.
5: But I can say personally, it is hard hard for me to tell the athletic trainers what to do sometimes because I'm not sure if that's my job to do that or if it's something that should come from you. And I think it's different when you've been given that I don't want to say power, but you've been given that responsibility. Okay, you need to communicate this and this is what it's going to be. I think I do have an easier time with that. I think if Chris is in that position and he's told, you know, I think he would be able to do it. But that's a hard thing for me because I know I come to you all the time like am I supposed to be telling them to do this or is this supposed to come from you? Sure. You know, and I think that when I'm given that direction that, yes, this is your job, you need to get them in line and make sure you're getting that information, why have an easier time with that? Because then I don't feel like I'm overstepping my bounds.
1: Point taken. <laughs> note, note that Missy says I don't give enough direction, and I agree.
5: <laughs> well, no, but, you know, sometimes I don't know yeah. if I should be, you know. No, I, I feel very I can. good. Done. No, it that's takes why time,
3: I mean as someone who's been in this role now for a few years working with you, Craig, Craig, you know, yeah. I mean, there are times where I feel like I have learned over the past few years that I do have that right, you know, to go out and say, and that's because, you know, I did the same thing. I always just, can I do that? Should I do that? Do you want me to do that? Like that's just something that you you will learn in, in the role. And, and, you know, yeah, at first it was hard for me too. So.
1: No, I agree, and I and I do it for a reason because if I hold your hand with every single step, then you guys are never going to learn. So, well,
4: if I could say something like my senior position is very different from everybody else's. I don't really have many administrative right now. duties that I need to juggle. <laughs> right now. The system, but no, I'm saying so. If you're comparing that to Nikia doesn't know the system, well, you could say the same as me because my administrative stuff is that. to grow the position to whoever you pick well there
1: could be a sure thing. no i agree um okay. and i and i agree with you wholeheartedly on that um that's what this whole part of this whole discussion about not looking at the candidates but and i'm trying to be careful as i say this but looking at how we're going to change our roles a little bit our job descriptions aren't going to change if you look at your job description you're a senior leader with in the organization, Um, we're just trying to regionalize things a little bit more so. And the, the new person that comes on, and in my opinion, Carrie, because you're not, you haven't been doing as much, you're going to be focused more regionally in smaller regions. I think in addition to that, what we all need to discuss as a group is that And Northeast together, and I think that that's the way I'm tending to move towards with this because I think what that's going to do then is it's going to give you a helping hand with moving forward and this other new person with helping a helping hand moving forward. But I don't want a pinhole position just yet until we figure this out exactly as to how said, from all the negative that came out of the interviews, it's because that's why we're doing what we're doing is to try and fix it. We know what the negative is. Um, I can tell you I don't waste my time on the negative because I've, I've told you guys this. I've learned from other leaders that if you waste your time always on the negative, you're never going to fix the positive. You have to we know what the negative is. We just need to focus on the positive and what we're going to do to fix it. And be done. So um, that's my concern with the negativity that came out of those interviews.
2: We don't need to talk about it anymore. Um, Does anybody have any other input? I don't have a decision yet. I don't know
1: how I'm moving forward on it just yet from the group standpoint. Um, hmm? It is a tough decision. So here is where I'm leaving it right now. Um, I want everybody on this phone call to email me their top one and two candidates. Not a group email, a single email. And then I'm going to think about it. In the next day to two days, and I, I I have to get this thing offered out though because next steps the next steps for this role then is um, get this offered out and then I'm going to try my best to get a position approved to replace the position. Meaning, what that'll do then is it'll give us back our Riverhounds position. Um, we have to decide then if we're going to use it for the Riverhounds or not. But I think you know we should. But I can be talked out of it. So. did you hiring for
2: me?
1: Yes. She starts next Monday.
3: Awesome.
1: <laughs> no, she starts Tuesday. She's okay. an orientational Monday.
3: Okay. So. Do you want us, when we send you the top one too, like our number one and our number two?
1: Yeah, just send number one. Okay. Name, number two, name, in one email.
2: Okay. And then, uh, and then I want to put it together and sit on this myself. I, I'm going to be honest with
1: you guys. I don't have a one and two right now. I have, I have both of them, and I think we, everybody in this room, does. But I don't, I don't know. I'm very torn about this, um, and, and I'm not sure
2: how to move forward. direction or ideas on what you
5: think their job responsibilities are going to be or you're still waiting yeah
1: it's going to be a regional it's going to be a regional leader but I can't I can't I'm not going to pigeonhole it to south or north or east or west I can so I can probably say You know, if we choose one, it's going to be more of one region. If we choose the other, it's going to be more of another region, and we're going to have to divide divide it up generally. That's probably the best
2: input I can look at it right now. Um, You know, and then moving moving forward
1: on it, we'll have teams made up, I guess. And then I don't... You know, and then from that standpoint, we're going to increase our monthly meetings for regionally, and then staff meetings, etc. Um, what I want to get to a point though is when when there's a Southwest meeting, I want to go to the meeting though. And I'm going to sit and listen and give input, but I'm not going to be the leader of that meeting. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. So before everybody gives me, I'm giving you 48 hours. Before everybody gives me their input, if they have any questions, just email me, text me, call me, otherwise. Um, To answer the question, so, yeah, Allison starts next week. Um, Additionally, I want to have this ready to go for January 1 because I want to start in January moving forward to having the staff meetings and huddles and everything um, all in place and, and take everybody's ideas from huddles, et cetera, too. Um, you know, a couple people have said it, but I kind of like doing the once a week. We just have to figure out how to disperse all of the information. I don't want to have five huddles in one day.
0: I'll, I'll do a I'll do a huddle in the parking lot as a bitch session if you want me to. We could tear yeah. the That doesn't
1: count towards your community service. Um, Moving forward, though, I want to come up with solutions for physicals and the community service that we do, too. When to include what and and how we just even do that in a sense. You know, I don't know if I can add it to a job description or anything, but I'll figure it out. Anybody? Anything?
3: Nope.
1: Okay. Thanks for your time, guys. I'll see you.
2: Bye. 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 See you, everybody.